and welcome back to episode four of the League of Friends podcast. I am your host and your commissioner, now 28 years old, BJ. I'd like to start off by saying an apology. Um, I'd like to apologize to my dad. Um, he had turned into a monthly supporter last week and I forgot to say thank you. So to my dad, thank you for becoming the second monthly supporter of this podcast. If you'd like to support the League of Friends, go to anchor.fm, hit that support button for only $4.99 a month. That's basically five McDoubles or eight Jack in the Box tacos. Either way, if you enjoy the show, support the show. We'd really appreciate it. Um, as always, we have a very special episode. In this episode, I'm going to go over the week four matchups, and then we'll have a hilarious interview with the heart of the league, general manager Mark Matubang, and then we'll close out with the week five predictions. This episode is sponsored by Rejoice Earrings, polymer clay earrings that are made with lots of love. We will hear more from our sponsor later on in the show. And as always, you already know what time it is. DJ BJ, take us away. again thank you to dj bj for bringing us into our week four matchup previews our first matchup that we're going to go over is my matchup and i'm sad i now owe mark a box of jalapeno cheesy bread but i feel like he really got lucky this week um looking at my team overall i lost 129 to 114 um russell wilson had a pedestrian week for russell wilson um Usually he averages about 40 points so far this season, and this week he only got 23 against a pretty weak Miami defense. Uh, Dalvin Cook is back in the driver's seat. The past two weeks he's averaged 26 points now. Um, Kenyon Drake, uh, this guy, I drafted him in the second round, and he is playing like an absolute bum. So I might have to move him soon. On the other hand, um, Mark's team, the Philadelphia Panty Droppers, we went over this matchup, and we both concluded that he got very lucky. Joe Mixon, um, predicted last week by general manager JT, that he would blow up this week, and boy, did he blow up. He carried the ball 25 times for 151 yards, good for 6 yards per carry, and 2 touchdowns. Not only that, he had 6 target targets for 6 receptions for 30 yards, and brought in another touchdown good for 39.10 points, and good enough to carry the Philadelphia Panty Droppers to a Week 4 victory over the Kilauea Flow, 129-114. to The next matchup, we have the Kanaohe Kinkajus and the Bell Bombers. And, wow, the Kinkajus actually pulled this off. Um, he started Ryan Fitzpatrick, who 
completed 29 throws, for, good for 315 yards, and rushed the ball six times for 47 yards and one touchdown. Um, Antonio Gibson, um, he's finally making his mark as the running back one in the Washington football team's offense. He carried the ball 13 times, good for 46 yards and one touchdown, good for 20.80 fantasy points. Um, Chris Carson had a great game as well. Um, I believe he got... No, he didn't get injured. But he did carry the ball 16 times for 80 yards and two touchdowns. Good for 23.5 fantasy points. And Mike Evans, welcome back. Um, he didn't have two receptions for two yards and two touchdowns, but he did have seven receptions for 122 yards and one touchdown. Uh, pickup of the week, Jameson Crowder, back from injury for the Kaneohe Kinkajus. He pulled in seven receptions for 104 yards. Um, going on the other side for the Bell Bombers and GM Rene Lepe, uh, kind of a rough week for him. Um, he was going back and forth between Aaron Rodgers and T.Y. Hilton, but last minute the Kansas City game didn't get postponed, so he was able to start Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Um, even though they had pretty solid games and a 27 bomb from Amari Cooper, he had 12 receptions for 134 yards and one touchdown. That was not enough to take down the Kanaohe Kinkajus, as they fall 126.4 to 109.64. The Kanaohe Kinkajus move to 2-2, two and two, and the Bell Bombers move to 2-2. Two and two. Our next matchup, we have the Kyoto Charizards and the Kazon J. Turismos. Um, Tom Brady, what a game for Tom Brady and the J. Turismos. Tom Brady threw the ball 30 times for 369 yards, good for 5 touchdowns, 1 interception. Um, going down the rest of his team, we have pretty pedestrian games from everyone else. Ezekiel Elliott had 16.5 fantasy points. Jonathan Taylor um, isn't really looking like the RB1 that the Colts were hoping for. Uh, Cooper Cup was having a very, very bad game until he pulled in a, I believe it was a 53-yard touchdown to um, stick the dagger in the Giants' back as the Rams won that one 17-9. Um, on the other side of the field, the Kyoto Charizards, only losing by four points. Kyler Murray is still having a great season. Um, he threw the ball 31 times, good for 24 completions, 133 yards, good for three touchdowns, six carries for 78 yards. Uh, Mike Davis, filling in for Christian McCaffrey, ran the ball 16 times, 84 yards for one touchdown. Um, who else was good here? Melvin Gordon had a great game. I believe this was the Thursday night game. He ran the ball 23 times, good for 107 yards, uh, two touchdowns, two receptions for 11 yards. Um, sadly, all of these fantasy points did not add up to beat the Quezon J. Turismos as the Kyoto Charizards fall to the J. Turismos, 121.86 to 117.72. And coming up next, our next matchup, we have the OG rivalry of the League of Friends. We have the Albuquerque Chupacabras going up against the Los Angeles Mambas. Uh, Los Angeles Mambas have come into the season injury riddled. Injuries after injuries, IR after IR, and now COVID after COVID. Um, Big Ben and Juju Smith-Schuster, um, they have their games postponed due to COVID. Le'Veon Bell is currently on the IR due to a hamstring injury, I believe. Yeah, hamstring injury. Um... And going, to go, going up against a red-hot Chupacabra team, um, the Mambas really had to pull something out here. 
Um, to substitute Big Ben and Juju Smith-Schuster, um, GM Patrick Maramba picked up Jared Goff and um, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, um, who didn't really do too much. Uh, Jared Goff threw the ball 25 times for 200 yards for one touchdown, while MVS um, only had four receptions for 45 yards. Big story for the Mambas, though, is George motherfucking Kittle. He had 15 targets for 15 receptions, good for 183 yards and one touchdown. It seemed like he was the only tight end, wide receiver. He was the only receiving person on the Niners today. Um, for the Chupacabras, uh, Josh Allen threw the ball 34 times, good for 24 completions, 288 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Alvin Kamara and Alvin uh, Aaron Jones were doing their normal thing. For Kamara, we had 83 yards and one touchdown. For Aaron Jones, we had 71 yards, five receptions, 40 yards for one touchdown. Uh, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb had a great game for the Cowboys, even though they lost to the Browns. Uh, C.D. Lamb had five receptions for 79 yards and two touchdowns, looking like the rookie that they wanted to draft. Um, a oh, big dud for A.J. Green, though. Um... You know, Connor had slotted him on his flex when he had Cream Hunt, Latavius Murray, um, Hunter Renfro as well. But it's a lot of upside for AJ Green that looks like he might not be the AJ Green that we know and love, that we used to know and love. AJ Green was good for one reception for three yards, good for 0.8 fantasy points. Another dud was the Cardinals. Um, they went against the Carolina Panthers, and they only had... One interception and allowed 31 points. Good for a negative two fantasy points. Not as bad as the Vikings, who gave Steve um, negative nine fantasy points, uh, I believe, in week one. So, yeah, this OG matchup, this OG rivalry between Patrick and Connor. Patrick came out on top this time. 119.6 to 118.72. Our final matchup of the week Speaking of injury-riddled teams, um, Chino Hills Crusaders going up against the Westlake Dogs. For the Westlake Dogs, um, bit unfortunate, Nick Chubb got placed on IR due to a knee injury. He only he was only able to give the Dogs 4.3 fantasy points, coming in from 43 yards. Adam Thielen had a great game against the Houston Texans. He carried the ball one time for eight yards, had eight receptions for 114 yards and one touchdown. The only bright spot for the dogs this week was Lamar Jackson, as usual. He threw for two touchdowns and ran for another one. On the other side of the ball, GM Gr La Rosa is getting some fantasy god work put in right now. He doesn't have Leonard Fournette out with an injury, Michael Thomas out for an injury, Devontae Adams out for an injury. And Jarrett's forced to play Devontae Adams in his flex position, knowing that he was out this week. And he still was the highest scoring team this week, with 142.28 points, on the back of Dak Prescott. Now this Dallas Cowboys defense is in shambles. It's disgusting. They suck. But Dak Prescott, have, having Dak Prescott on a fantasy team is gold. Dak Prescott... Dak Prescott threw 58 times for 41 receptions, 502 yards, 4 touchdowns, and carried the ball twice for 12 yards and had one two-point conversion. Good for 44.28 fantasy points. On the other side, not on the other side, going down the roster for the Crusaders, OBJ. Finally. 
finally they use him. He had five targets for... I'm sorry, he had eight targets, five receptions for 81 yards and two touchdowns. But he also ran the ball two times for 73 yards and another score. Good for a classic OBJ, 35.9 fantasy points. Having OBJ could lately is really a hit or miss. You're either going to lose this week by dud, or he's going to win you a week single-handedly. And that's exactly what happened for the Chino Hills Crusaders. We have the Chino Hills Crusaders taking this one over the Westlake Dogs. 102.02 to 142.28. And that concludes our week four. Whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. Did you guys hear that? Is that a is that a beating heart? Is that the heart of the league? That's right. Self-proclaimed heart of the league. General manager Mark Matubong joins the show coming up next. Stay tuned. Is the hot weather keeping you down? Do you sweat so much you end up taking all of your clothes off to the point where you're basically naked? More importantly, are your ears naked? Well, we have a solution for your ears that will make you want to rejoice. Rejoice earrings, let me rephrase that, re.joy.s earrings, rejoice earrings, is a Filipina-owned business that makes polymer clay earrings with lots of love. They have multiple collections that fit every one of your tastes. From the main collection, which has various shapes and monochromatic colors, to the blush collection, which contains my personal favorite, to the moon and back earrings. Other collections include the Stud collection, the Kulai collection, Stellar collection, and new for the fall of 2020, the Sweater Weather collection. Use my code, the LOF, for 15% off your first order. Let me rephrase that. Use my code, T-H-E-L-O-F, for 15% off your first order. Oh, repeat that? Repeat that? Oh, and this just in, straight from the CEO herself, Crystal Sai, Mark's girlfriend. If you buy three pairs of earrings, she'll throw in a six-piece family meal from Jollibee for free. That's right, for free. Now that's a jolly deal. You can find Rejoice on Instagram at re.joy.s and on Etsy at Rejoice Handmade. Wear polymer clay to make your day. Let's do it. Get it, sir. <clears throat> and welcome back to the podcast. Um, coming up next, we have a special interview with a general manager from the Philadelphia Panty Droppers. We have general manager Mark Matubong joining us. He has a franchise record of 20 wins and 30 losses. His best... It's <laughs> 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 embarrassing. <laughs> Already? <laughs> I can't even get through the intro, dude. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep saying it. Keep going. <sighs> His best record was in 2015. <laughs> So not professional. Jesus Christ. Okay. Alright. Uh, let's go. I, won't laugh. I, won't laugh. <laughs> I don't know if 
I need to turn off the video. What are you going to say about my team that we're freaking losers or what? It sucks, man. <laughs> hey, I beat you. Uh, okay. All right, all right. Let's restart, restart. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. This entire right. time. Okay. Right, okay. His best record was in 2015. <laughs> Where he went five and seven. <laughs> oh my god. His worst record was in twenty sixteen where he went three and seven. <laughs> As I said before, he is the general manager of the Philadelphia Panty Droppers, who rock the Eagles midnight green and white. Please welcome to the show the only general manager who has never made the playoffs <laughs> in the history of the League of Friends. Uh, the self-proclaimed heart of the league, general manager Mark Matubong. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for the intro, man. I really uh, appreciate all the... Uh highlights of my team that you just sent out to the world <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> i did i did beat you though this week so uh, you did and we're gonna we're gonna get into that later <laughs> you don't have to remind everyone thanks for having me though. of course glad you're joining us um i start off every interview the same way with connor mark and jt so the first question i'm gonna ask you is as of today I'm Joe and jt man what's up you said connor mark and jt oh connor joe and jt as of today, as of today, who is Mark Matubong? Who is Mark Matubong? Good question. Um, just a... If I had to describe myself, a simple guy. I don't like... Oh, jeez, you gotta stop this bit. <laughs> You gotta ask him. Yes, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. As of today, who is Mark Montubong? Who is Mark Montubong? Um, if I had to um, describe myself, uh, pretty simple guy, kind of laid back, don't like to do a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's uh, you know. And work and work and uh, don't like working. Um, <laughs> um, that's about it. No, simple, laid-back guy. Yeah, I like that. I like that S- simple guy with a simple answer. Yeah, yeah. sorry, man. No, no, no. I like these other guys, these champions. <laughs> <laughs> They're so established with their answers already as champions, yeah, you know. Because they prepared, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in Long Beach, California. I still live in Long Beach to this day. Um, yeah, born and raised in Long Beach, California. You're there your whole life? My whole life. What is it about Long Beach that you enjoy? Uh, I really like Long Beach because um, it's really diverse. Um, I, if you look at... Um, 
like the cities surrounding it, I feel like Long Beach is still more diverse than the cities surrounding it. I, I just really like it here. Um, you know, you're real close to the water, even though it's not recommended you go into Long Beach water. But um, no, I, I really like it. Um, I, I, you know, I really like to live here for forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah. It is a nice area. Every time I visit you. Um. Do you have any siblings? And what is the dynamic like between you and your siblings? Siblings, I have one younger brother. Uh, he's six years younger than me. Um, what is that a dynamic? You said. Mm-hmm. Um. It was uh, really rough, <laughs> like when uh, we were growing up. But um, you know, we started getting older. He got a big boy job. Shout out to my brother. Got a big boy job now. Um, and, uh, you know, we just, um, we like doing a lot of things together now. Like, just, we go eat late night sometimes. Uh, we, um, well, you know, we just like a lot of similar things. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've really grown to like each other. If you think of it that way. <laughs> You're starting to just have a respect for each other, right? Yeah, yeah. Just being being bros. Yeah, and now we got each other's back no matter what. That's good. That's how it should be. And, you know, growing up all the time, I'm sure there's going to be like a brother rivalry. Because I had that with JR and RJ, but now that we're all older. I said this with JT too, like, it's just a respect between the brothers, so. Yes, that's Um, kind of what it's like becoming now so kind of like Mm -hmm. the respect like you said so i mean it's cool yeah uh i remember when matthew right (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) making sure (laughs) that's his name i remember uh he got accepted to ucsb yes he did yeah i remember you telling me that you had driven him and your parents to ucsb and on the way back you started crying i what are you talking about (laughs) I have my sources. <laughs> Shit. That source was you, man. Uh, you, you told me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean. Did you know? Did you know in that moment that you were gonna miss him at the house? No, I didn't. Um, so that would be uh, when he moved out. Uh, he moved. I mean, we moved him up there, you know, for fresher and all that stuff. Um, yeah, and then you know, I went when uh drove drove back home, and then. Uh, we, uh, where was it? Shoot, I could even pinpoint the place. Kind of know where you're at right now. Um, mm-hmm. North of this area, and then just, you know, waterfalls came down for some reason. I it was know. a lot? <laughs> I don't know, you gotta ask Crystal. It was a good amount, I'll tell you that, man. No, you you no, had to pull over? No, okay, no, I remember now. It was, um, we were... You know, same scenario I was talking about. But my brother, you know, it's two hours from my house, so mm-hmm. we're probably about an hour into our drive. My brother um, FaceTimes my mom. He's like, hey, mom, look, look, look. Um, I fixed my room. And then that's when it was like, oh, dang it. Mm. Like, he was, like, showing the room around. I was like, oh, dang it. I wasn't looking. I was driving, obviously. But yeah. Yeah, and then they hit me like, shit. I don't want to eat like carne asada fries at 12 a.m. anymore. Gotta eat by myself. Oh man, 
I can feel you on that one. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. And he's back. He's back now, right? He's back. He graduated. Um, he uh, graduated. I don't remember when. <laughs> Two years ago, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and he uh, luckily during this COVID um, time got a really good job. Um, good. Good. He's remote right now, but um, yeah, he's making good money. Being in money, and he likes what he does. Um, Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean he doesn't like his meetings, so. But he likes what he does. Uh huh. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, going back to you as a young boy. Um, Thank you for going back to me. Yeah, of course. This because this is about you, you know. <laughs> yes. This, this is about you and your fascination about Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese? What in the world? Where are you getting this crap? I told you I have my sources. Holy shit! What um, What is it about? Chuck E. Cheese that you're so fascinated about, because I heard <laughs> I heard you would start crying when you when you couldn't go. <laughs> Everything is me freaking crying now. <laughs> Kamish is giving me curveballs here. Um, so let me explain. When I was younger, um, I was uh, I don't know, like five or six. I, my parents would take me to Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, probably after the first few times. I just got hooked, and then uh, it's, uh, it seems like, I don't remember, it seems like uh, every weekend uh, I would just start crying and begging to go to Chuck E. Cheese, and for the most part, I think my parents took me there every single weekend when I was five five or six years old. It wow. was terrible. And uh, I don't know, <laughs> I can't tell you what it is that... Is it the mouse? Is it the pizza? <laughs> well, the pizza is good. I don't know if you guys tried it. It's good. Uh-huh. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Where the heck do you get these questions? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would cry and beg and probably throw tantrums at my parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say, I need to go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> and I, they probably, um, like I said, they probably, uh, uh, gave in and uh, took me there so I could stop <laughs> Do you still throw tantrums to this day when you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> maybe not to go to Chuck E. Cheese, maybe to go other places, but... <laughs> Dave and Buster's? <laughs> I do not throw tantrums anymore. Oh, jeez. Okay, so you're five and six going to Chuck E. Cheese. You grow up a little bit. Uh, yeah. you don't You don't throw as much tantrums. Um, but you end up in the eighth grade, uh-huh. you have a school play Oh, and gosh. you're, you're casted as Aladdin. I am. I was. Aladdin. How, how was that for you? Um, to be honest with you, it's pretty stressful. Um, you know, you're in eighth grade, we're on the tail end of our actual school year. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, you gotta memorize all those damn lines. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was pretty stressful. I, I actually, well, we did practice a lot, so, um, we practiced a lot, um, and it, you know, when you practice a lot of everything, you get used to it. Um, it's funny, because, uh, during, like, the premiere show of the play, I, uh, I forgot one line. <laughs> uh, it was, like, to end everything, it's like when, uh, 
when uh gosh, what's um when uh, jazz princess jasmine's dad kind of like accepts uh, like oh my god you saved us and then i missed like a part where see i even forget <laughs> what i was supposed to say right now um no i, I missed a part and then they just the the play went on right like they just skip I, they just skip my part the other cast went to you know finish the play and i was like wait kind mm-hmm. of like an impromptu thing and then i said my line and then uh finished it i don't oh god that was terrible if i any ptsd <laughs> right now <laughs> jeez it was truly bad it was kind of a good save though uh-huh ask anyone uh it was a good save but this is it was really hard to remember those lines mm-hmm. especially as an eighth grader, as an eighth grader yeah did yeah. you did you have to sing a whole new world <laughs> if I know you, and uh, I don't, I don't like where this is going. But yes, I did have to sing a whole new world. Can you, can you give us a little snippet? <laughs> no. Give us a little snippet. No, no. <laughs> not at all. Man. Come on, j- just, on, just, just say a whole on. new world. Dude, this is this isn't this a fantasy football podcast? It's not a Disney one. It is a fantasy football podcast, and we're learning about your childhood right now. Um, I, I have a different voice. I'm sorry, Ben. I can't, I can't do it. Prepubescent. <laughs> you can't get the high notes anymore. <laughs> yeah, I only had a, a handful of hairs down there, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> you had basic cable. <laughs> yeah. Not this file, you know. <laughs> It's all about fiber optics now. It's a lot of fiber optics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll let you slide it from that one. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, um, still in your childhood, did you play sports growing up? I did. Um, just like uh, JT mentioned last, uh, last week, mm-hmm. uh, I did play football, basketball, and volleyball. Throughout middle school, same uh, same middle school as them, right? Saint Lucie. Yes, yeah, same middle school. Um, yeah, Saint Lucie School, mm-hmm. Catholic school, Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after Saint Lucie's, uh, you went to Saint John Bosco. Saint John Bosco. Four years. Yeah. For four years, home of the Braves. Home of the Braves. Uh, what was it? What was it like playing for a powerhouse high school football team in Saint John Bosco? It was uh, kind of like a eye-opening experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, in eighth grade, I was uh, don't want to toot my horn, but uh, I was like the quarterback. I was, you know, I feel like one of the better players on the team. And I was like, man, when I take when I take my talent to Bellflower, California, St. John Bosco, I'm gonna be great. Uh, and then you know, freshman year comes, and then you're like. Oh, and this was flag football. Sorry, in eighth grade. And yeah, yeah. You get I transition into tackle. It's a whole other ball game. Um, so, yeah, n- on, number one on top of that transition from flag to tackle was really kind of hard. But I, you get used to it fast. And then, you know, when you get to the varsity level, you play um, powerhouses, still powerhouses today, like modern day, um, servite. You know, every week is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and these guys are big. They breed over there or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, my alma mater is doing good now, so, uh, yeah, it seems like they're the powerhouse right now, so mm-hmm. I'm and, proud of it. That's good. And I heard, you, and I heard um, your coach gave you a very special nickname. What? Uh, what was it and why? <laughs> Which coach? <laughs> Which coach for eighth grade? No, in uh, St. John Bosco. My sources say that your nickname was Bo? Oh, yeah, for Bo Jackson. No. <laughs> um, this, yeah, so this was in, uh, in uh, eighth grade. Oh, okay. Or, or maybe earlier. Bo, Bo as in B-O. Stands mm-hmm. for body odor. <laughs> um, You'd stink a lot. <laughs> I, I, I didn't discover deodorant until probably like... <laughs> <laughs> so that's why that's why um that's why they need me right i hope i hope you discovered deodorant already <laughs> yes i apply probably five swipes each round ben so don't i don't you don't gotta worry <laughs> oh geez. thank god um this, this is more like this is more like a uh a roast. It's not even like you have to know me or something. Jeez. These damn sources. I don't know who this source is. I have a good idea, though. But, you do? Yes, but uh, let's, let's move forward. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll save it. We'll save it. Um, So, after St. John Bosco, you go to Dominguez Hills. And yes. you were one of the first people that I ever met in college. Yes. Uh, what was it like meeting your future commissioner in the back of a classroom of an entry-level chemistry class? <laughs> you, I think, Ben, I think, uh, I want to correct you. I think this was um, in our English class. I don't. I, oh, was it English? With, um, you know, skinny teacher. The skinny white guy? That. Yeah. Who was like, uh, I smoke weed also. <laughs> yeah, he had glasses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it oh, that? Oh man, that's when he met. I feel like that was the first class because that was like the eight thirty one. Oh shit! Okay. And you, so what was it like? Uh, it was. It was. Well, you were the only brown one there. I'm like, yeah, I gotta talk to this guy at least. <laughs> uh, but no, it, I think it kind of uh, when we met at our, if I'm not mistaken, the. Uh, psychology or philosophy that's, class that's what i think it was psychology and then it was me you and patrick yeah that's so right that's yeah yeah yeah, I, mean, yeah. Man, I gotta i gotta gotta get to know this guy he's in three of my classes right now <laughs> <laughs> and like you know we're one with brown skin so mm-hmm. gotta stick together you know <laughs> um yeah. yeah after that we'd become pretty good friends in the following yeah. years you know we'd, we'd take the same classes we'd go out to eat we get yeah. we get boba. We'd hang out at your place. Yeah, <laughs> we would we would sit in the parking lot and replace Sam Smith lyrics with fast food words. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we would yeah, play we play video games like when we'd have to study. Um, <laughs> that was this is crazy. That we did a lot. We actually ate a lot, drank a lot. <laughs> it's always like, what are we eating after class? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Instead of paying attention, we just like be on Yelp looking at food places. <laughs> yeah, 
brings me back to our, oh gosh, our, uh, when we were a little higher up the hematology class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you said. He was me and you because Pat was like, I don't know, playing online poker or whatever. <laughs> um, we were just dying and dying and dying. And I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, dude, this is clinical hematology. You got to focus. And, oh, jeez. Like, I, like, you know, when I, when we were holding our last we were like, you could probably feel an earthquake from us jiggling. From, <laughs> like, trying to make a noise, you know? Holy crap. And then, oh, gosh, that was, that was crazy. One of the badass moments of my life. Laughing during clinical hematology. In front of our clinical coordinator. I know. (laughs) Professor Harris. Yes. Shout out, Professor Harris. Um, (laughs) Last week, I had JT on the show, and he Mm -hmm. shared a story about him whooping your ass in Madden, and you you promptly leaving afterwards. Uh, Can you confirm or deny this story? You know, I, I, I don't remember, so I can't confirm or deny it. Um, knowing me back then, I probably did that. Um, <laughs> Not even back then. I think you would do it to this day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I, I'm a nicer person now. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah, I, I probably did it, man. If I hurt you or, and, or Patrick JT, I'm sorry. But uh, he did not whip my ass. Probably didn't whip my ass one. Whatever. Mm. <laughs> I'm not a video game guy. <laughs> you're not. You're just a simple guy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> simple guy. <laughs> so, I heard that um, you rank your friends based on how you like them in the current moment. Holy crap! Um, to to <laughs> to stir the pot as of right now, rank your friends. I can't do that. I cannot do that. <laughs> Why can't you do that? Uh, I'll just, I'll give you number one. What if I just do that? Okay. Um, <laughs> they're, just, just know they're all listening right now. I know, man, come on. <laughs> How about we just pass on this one for the next episode? <laughs> You're the only one that does this. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? <laughs> I can't do this, man. This is crazy. I do do that, though, guys. If you're the one you're listening, I'll tell you that I'll do that. Um, Patrick what, does. What started this? Um, it's just my weird imagination. <laughs> kind of like hierarchy, the totem pole. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> really, um, yeah, it would have to be uh, just my weird thinking that started this do you do you put yourself in the rankings as well oh well no um i'm number one if i did all the time (laughs) so so who's number two (laughs) you are not getting anything out of me (laughs) okay i I just need to ask my sources then that's fine okay please verify with your source too if it's even a reputable source I, I think it's very reputable actually you think so i, I say it's a very reputable source <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> moving on well yeah we'll okay. go back to this question um so we <laughs> we've always had a running joke that wasn't a joke that our taco bell orders would be always over 15 dollars. right if you were order if you were to drive to taco bell right now what would you order right now oh man 
Where do what? I begin? Huh? I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I gotta speak my mind about this. If you're listening to Uncle Bill, I also gotta charge my phone. Uh, it would it, right now, and uh, was it November? Uh, October six, right? Mm-hmm. Um, twenty twenty. I would order fifteen dollars worth of Mexican pizzas. Oh. Because they are leaving soon. That, yeah, that was segueing into my next question about how you how you feel about Taco Bell simplifying their menu. It is terrible. Um, was... Mexican pizza. Funny story. Um, when I was younger, uh, my favorite thing was to order a Mexican pizza. But um, you know how they put like a red sauce or enchilada sauce on top and tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I would order it just with melted cheese on top. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I liked when I was younger. And, uh, you know, I always loved the Mexican pizza, and they're discontinuing it next month or something. Yeah. So that would have to, uh, kind of makes me sad. Um, then they say, oh, Crunchwrap, a lot of people say the Crunchwrap Supreme is uh, just as the same I'm like you are out of your mind <laughs> what is wrong with you mm-hmm. but yeah the Mexican pizza it's really makes me genuinely sad that they're discontinuing it I'm sorry to hear that man <laughs> hey, okay let's picture this I'm like crying here damn <laughs> <laughs> okay let's picture this it's December mm-hmm. you're driving a Taco Bell Okay. No more Mexican pizza, no more chicken quesadilla. They won't have pico de gallo anymore. Wait, they're, wait, wait. They're, they're, the, they're not going to have a chicken quesadilla. No. Are you serious? It's the sh- They're, they're going to have the no more shredded chicken. Oh, from what God. I've read. Well, and, I mean, and they're Mexican replacing... Pizza is, Mexican pizza is still number one, but still, that's kind of sucks too. Oh, sorry. Yeah. They're, re- <laughs> they're replacing pico de gallo with diced tomatoes. Oh, um, So if you were to drive there in December... What would you order? You know, I really haven't thought that far. Maybe it's because, like, a little grudge I'm holding internally against Taco Bell. <laughs> you, you're going to start going to Del Taco? Uh, what would I order if I had to? Oh, my goodness. You would drive away and go to Del Taco. <laughs> um, if I had to, on top of my head, it would be just like a... Like a chalupa, I guess. That's those are pretty good. Um, yeah, chalupa, chalupa meal. Are we making the fifteen dollars or what? That's why I'm not responding. You got like <laughs> you have like you have thirteen more dollars to go. <laughs> Jeez, okay, let's uh, go with the chalupa meal with um, just the regular ground beef. Um, I don't know. The, uh, I like their potato tacos. Those are pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. But damn, I don't think I can make $15 anymore, man. <laughs> you would get 10 of the cheesy roll-ups on the drive home. <laughs> Those things are hot. You guys, all you listeners, if you get a cheesy roll-up at Del Taco, do not eat it on the way home, because it is hot. <laughs> I know so much. No one, no one will suspect you that you've already eaten on the way back. Because <laughs> you're just eating. Yeah, I'm just eating. 
eating the cheesy roll-ups. Yeah, it just little, like little pieces of foil are out my my car. And you're like, what was that? Oh, a piece of gum or something. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm gonna miss the Mexican pizza too. Is that your favorite? That's or not my favorite. Not your favorite. No, lately I've been enjoying the Chicken Soft Taco Supremes. Chicken Soft Taco Supremes? Oh, no, 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 not chicken, just a normal taco. Supremes. Oh, yeah. The, the soft ones. The soft ones. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I might have to give those a try. Um, I'd say my favorite at Taco Bell would be the Cheesy Gordita Crunches. Oh, those are good. With, um, with a Nachos Belgrande. Oh, okay. Now, how many of each? That's the real one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if, if I'm going to say my order, it's going to be two Cheesy Gordita Crunches, mm-hmm. uh, Nachos Bel Grande, um, a Steak Quesarito, and uh, three Cheesy Roll-Ups for the Tri-Bone. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are literally playing with fire with those Cheesy Roll-Ups. I have to really tell you guys, do not do that, but I guess he's used to it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, that would be my order. I'm probably okay. going to order that after this interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. What is that? Five minutes of Taco Bell? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Moving to Jack in the Box? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Okay, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, do, yeah. do you have your water? Why does it sound like I need some? I'm, I'm drinking mine. I've been I've been sweating ever since the intro. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Dude, our intro was just like five minutes of laughing. <laughs> you gonna keep that? I'm gonna keep it, yeah. Oh man. That's, that's real and uncut right there. <laughs> there you go. Um when I had introduced franchising in twenty sixteen, you chose the Philadelphia panty droppers. Why Philadelphia? Why Philadelphia? Um, I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan. How long have you been uh, a fan for? Since uh, since the uh, Donovan McNabb days, you know Those Donovan days. McNabb, Deuce Staley, Brian Dawkins. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I was like, oh, these guys are cool, and then uh, they made that Super Bowl. When when To was on our team, that's right. We lost, but um, oh, yeah, five, no, right? something like that. Ever since then, um, yeah, I've been an Eagles fan, uh, and I think we had Michael Vick that, those few years, and man, it was great. Mm-hmm. We are um, we are still uh, we are number one in the NFC East today. So that's true. <laughs> I don't know how, but that's true. <laughs> one one and one. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Um, so you've been a fan pretty early on, um, mm-hmm. moving up, the year is 2018, a mm-hmm. uh, special year for the Eagles, they're in the Super Bowl against the perennial contenders in the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. uh, fourth and goal, up 15 to 12, with 38 seconds left in the first half, the Eagles call a trick play, in which it was a direct snap to the running back, who reversed it mm-hmm. to the wide receiver, Mm-hmm. Who passed it to a wide open Nick Foles? Was it yeah. at this moment when you knew the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, 
No. Uh, mm. I thought it was a really good play. I mean, good momentum to carry into halftime. Uh, good momentum for the game, for the next. Um, did we get the ball? I don't remember. We I believe the- you got the ball at half. Yeah, so maybe that's why we called it. I mean, I'm sure all you guys know, like, looked at the videos and audio about, like, Nick, Nick Foles really wanted to it. But, um, no, because uh, I think they caught up or, like, the fourth quarter. It was it was pretty close, so I wasn't convinced. Mm-hmm. Um, even until the last play when uh, Tom Brady threw that play down to Gronk, I was like, oh, man. Like, I was really, like, clinching my butthole. Yeah, you never know with the Patriots. Yeah, speaking of buttholes, though. <laughs> I was, I was, I was doing her a favor and not. I wasn't gonna ask that. <laughs> I, I was shouting out JT. What are you talking about? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't convinced to answer your question. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of buttholes. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna do that. Um, have you been holding up during these COVID nineteen times? Did you start up any new hobbies? Uh, you start cooking? You do anything new? Um, really, nothing really, Ben. To be honest with you, um, I I am. I like to say I am. Uh, I'm really on the front lines of uh, trying to fight COVID. Uh, You're still at Garfield, right? Yeah, yeah. I draw blood, but um, I feel like I'm exposed a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every day, every shift. So I feel like that's been my focus. You know, I still live with my, my parents, so I try to, you know, after every shift, try to be really clean. Like, don't try, don't bring anything in. Um, so that's kind of like my focus, like, cause you know, you gotta, when you go into work, you take extra steps to like, make sure you don't get yourself. So, so during the COVID, did I pick up anything? No, but maybe focused a little more on work and, you know, keeping your parents safe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, uh, I'll tell you what though, my brother, he picked up, uh, smoking, like smoking meats. Not weed. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I probably, if you had to say something, what did I pick up? Is eating uh, my brother's barbecue. Uh huh. <laughs> how how would you rate his smoked barbecue? It's actually pretty good. Um, did it did it start out rough and then get got better as it went on? Yeah, but it didn't take long for him to get a hang of it. He, uh, you know, I think the key is um, really looking. At are getting some good uh, thermometers. Mm-hmm. That's really key there. Um, but you know what? Like you know, I feel like it's like not on par with Texas barbecue. Um, but you know, a few steps down. But it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. The more he does it, the more he'll get better at it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a hobby, I guess. Just watching him do all that, like all the steps, like. You know, I'm engaged in what he does, so I guess that's how I'll be right. I don't know if that counts, because you've been eating your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, no, I'm just eating, man. Oh, watching? Yeah, no, like, watching and like, hey, why are you doing this, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. 
so that's the main uh, main questions I have for you of this roast. I mean, interview. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've learned so much about you. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I asked this um, kind of to segue into more s- segments of our interview. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll ask, what constitutes a perfect day for you? Perfect day for me. Um, well, first off, um, I would, first of all, not be working, or the next day either, because it's going to be a long day. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, wake up, sleep in, which is probably until 7 a.m. for me, (laughs) that's sleeping in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe a really good cup of coffee. Um, No cream, no sugar. (laughs) All black? Uh, Yes. Um, What else? Um, You know, there has to be sports. Um, What sport? What sport? Football, basketball. I like both. Oh, and baseball, too. I've gotten into baseball for the past few years. Um, Yeah, like, just watch some sports. Um, and maybe in the afternoon, early afternoon, um, me and, uh, Crystal like to, uh, go to, like, breweries, uh, we really like happy hours, so maybe that, mm-hmm. um, we could actually go to a few, and then, uh, you know what sounds good, because <laughs> you ask this from everyone, but I really like, uh, live music for some reason. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. uh. Is this a new thing? No, no. I mean, I, I really, I, you know, I enjoy live music. Um, Is there a specific type of genre? Not just, really just either. Just, uh, you know, I like, uh, you know, like uh, I took a trip to New Orleans uh, maybe, let's say, three, five years ago. Like just, you know, those people playing in the street, like I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last year, me and uh, Crystal went to a one of like my favorite reggae band concert. I like that, uh, you know. And then, uh, yeah, I, I just like live music. So maybe catch like uh, I don't know, like a live music, live music concert, or I don't know, watch some live music. Yeah, mm-hmm. at night, and that's it. And uh, you know, I wanted to be. Um, late night so i didn't have to sleep early for work the next day so okay (laughs) so that's why i said no no work for the next day (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah you could fall asleep without any stress about the next morning waking up at like 3 a.m yes no alarm does your night end off with a full body massage and (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna get into that no no that's for the (laughs) that's the podcast after dark for that yeah yeah listeners subscribe to the patreon for that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how are you and crystal how have you guys been we, we, we're good uh, you guys are on what the sixth frame fifth frame <laughs> um oh my gosh you put me on blast here i think sixth. <laughs> why uh, why are, why are we calling it frames uh can you give us more insight on that um, so one of, uh, Crystal's hobbies when I first met her was bowling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
She was in a bowling league every Friday night uh, with a bunch of uh, Filipino Filipino titos and Filipina titas. Um, But yeah, that's what she did, and uh, I thought it was pretty cool. So I tried to pick it up. Um, She's way better than me still. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, I picked you up, picked Pat up, and uh, we kind of made it a thing for a few years. Yeah, we had a we had a practice league as well too, right? Yeah, practice league. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, that's so we call uh, you know in bowling, you score by each frame. So um, mm-hmm. we call it a frame. So I don't know what hap- what's going to happen in after the tenth frame. So uh, what do you start? Shit. Start a new round. <laughs> <laughs> new game. New game. <laughs> new game i guess mm-hmm. is there any any other hobbies that she had put onto you uh hmm. nothing really to be honest with you mm-hmm. um yeah no nothing really she she likes going to target i hate going to target so. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. only if i need something but uh i guess you could say that's her hobby i don't like it uh-huh but you'll still drive her, right? What's that? You'll still drive her? Yes, I will. Sounds I'll like you love her. Phone the whole time <laughs> what? Sounds like you love this girl, man. Uh, you could say I do. Yeah. Yeah. What what is it about her that you can't get enough of? Is this on the script, man, or No, I'm freestyling. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, she's uh She's uh, really cool. Um, you know, it's it's kind of kind of going back to uh, it's funny going back to beer. She loves beer. Uh, I love beer, and uh, I feel like there's it's not about just the beer, Crystal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's 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 really cool. Um, we. We often argue, but always try to make up. Wait, no. Well, no we gotta edit that out. But uh, no, she's really cool. Like, you know, it's it, when you sum up our years, like, it feels like it hasn't been, you know, X amount of years. So it's like, you know, like the saying, time flies when you're having fun. You know, I always, you know, feel like that's it. Mm-hmm. Having fun <clears throat> with her. That's good. I remember when you guys first started dating, uh, you had given us insight and how you would get really excited when she would drop by and visit. No, I wouldn't. What are you talking about? Please, please said, explain. Said, I need said, to hey, 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 Pat and Ben, you guys got to go. <laughs> what? Were we at my house? This is fake news. <laughs> this is fake news. <laughs> no, really. I, I wanted, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I, I'm, I don't want to go into it. <laughs> no, no. I, okay, fine. I don't want to go into it. Um, next question. What is your go-to karaoke song and why? What? Oh, man. These are really curveballs. Uh, 
Um, you said you wanted curveballs. I'll give you curveballs. Yeah, this is like a favorite karaoke song. Um, oh, um, uh, Boys to Men. Jeez, uh, I don't know. End of the Road? No, no, no. Song for Mama? No. I'll Make Love to You? Yes, yes, that one. Ooh, can you give us a little snippet? No, <laughs> you're not getting any singing. I thought I'd try. Heart. I thought I'd hey, try. That's... <laughs> hey, forever. <laughs> Why is that your go-to karaoke song? I don't know. I just really like the song. Um, you know, the lyrics. You know, the way it flows. It's my karaoke song. It's not. Uh, it's not A Whole New World? <laughs> no, it's not. But that, that could be a close second. Have you and Crystal ever sang a duet together? Yes, many times in the car. Oh, in the car. <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> not karaoke. Karaoke. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, no, we haven't, car- like, you know, in a karaoke. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we tried it a few times. <laughs> are, are you uh, Jasmine and she's Aladdin? No, <laughs> Well, I could, I could play both. I mean, I could sing both if you really want me to. So, um, Yeah, we I'm want you to right now. <laughs> I'm not singing. But yeah, I know both parts. <laughs> Come on, dude. Okay, okay. <coughs> um, our next segment is going to be a this or that. Okay. I'm going to give you two things, and you're going to choose this or that. All right. And our first one is boxers or briefs? Um... Boxer briefs, like everyone says. Like everyone says. <laughs> what is it about boxer briefs? Um, you know, they're a good middle between boxers and briefs. <laughs> Hence, boxers and briefs. <laughs> um, you know, they give you good support, but at the same time, they're not, you know, like hugging you. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's what I like about them. Okay. I'm wearing some right now. You want to see? You did say that you were wearing some, and oh, that's all you were wearing. Why do, why do they have Crystal's face on it? What is that? <laughs> it's a Crystal printed boxer brief. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dude, we okay. Get okay, okay, okay. Um, McDonald's fries or Jack in the Box fries? McDonald's. Taco Bell or Del Taco? Oh, now it's Del Taco. Oh. Because the Mexican pizzas? Yeah. That is rough. Yeah, That's sorry. Rough. Del Taco. What are, you, what are you getting at Del Taco? Um, $15? <laughs> what? That's a lot of food. Jeez. Um, Depends. Uh, I like, uh, for all you guys that don't know, I like going bold. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, I remember that when we went, we did that a lot in college. Yeah. Um, so my order, I don't think I could do $15, but uh, they always have the uh, two for five. The chicken of sauce? The classic chicken burritos. Oh, okay. Bold and mm-hmm. some, a lot of hot sauce. That's it. Mm-hmm. Five bucks. Five bucks? Yeah. That's the way to do it. Uh, okay, our, our next one. Uh, got a little special one. Rejoice earrings or Claire's? <laughs> what? Rejoice earrings or Claire's? 
Joyce earrings. They are 100% man-made. Man-made? <laughs> my woman made. <laughs> what is... Handmade, handmade. Oh, my bad, Crystal. Handmade. Um, what is it about Rejoice Earrings that make you their number one customer? Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say it again, sorry. What is it about Rejoice Earrings that make you their number one customer? Uh, what? They are really crafted by hand. I mean, you're never going to get any anything like it. Um, the uh, CEO owner, Crystal, my girlfriend, um, she really thinks uh, about like you know what to make next. Uh, she only makes what she'll wear herself. She um, doesn't want to just you know make something that just you know like to sell, but something she'll she'll wear herself and she really likes. So I mean that's what I like. That's what I like about the. The earring brand. Mm-hmm. You're um, not just saying this because you're the boyfriend, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Crystal. No, she really, in all honesty, she, oh gosh, she really does think about, uh, you know, what to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, some stuff, you know, I don't like, but she likes it, so she's going to make it, right? Of course, of course. Uh, you know, other things are, I think they're cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had stated that she was your girlfriend, the owner. Um, just yeah. how much work and how much love does she put into making each earring by hand? Um, she puts a lot of work in, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know her, like you know, business business is growing, so she has to put more and more time into it. Um, and it does take time, even though if they're made by batch. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know why she said by love or... Yeah, maybe she said by love because, uh, you know, she really thinks about it. Uh, she mm-hmm. likes... Um, yeah, she she really thinks about it. Like I said, makes what she wants, makes what she'll wear. So, I guess that's the love part. But, you know, they're really handcrafted. You know, she you should see her setup now. It's like crazy like half her room is just earrings mm-hmm. she has her own An little oven. office oh <laughs> uh, yeah and there's an oven in there there's a do you use it for <laughs> instant pizzas <laughs> no it's too small <laughs> we're doing a roast in a food review <laughs> on this thing um, no uh, there's an oven especially like well, yeah, you can use it as a toaster oven, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, she has this, uh, it's like a pasta, like a, what you roll pasta out in, but it's for clay, the clay you're talking Oh, okay. Yeah. So she puts a lot of time in. Mm-hmm. That's so, good. Uh, yeah. Uh, being the boyfriend, do you get a cut or percentage of what she makes? Absolutely not. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get anything, but... You know, she does treat me out to a few beers, happy hours, so uh, I can't complain. Business I don't get a good, cut, man. though. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, um, if, yeah. you, if you remember that scene in Wolf of Wall Street where that guy has Leonardo DiCaprio sell him that pen. Yeah. Could you sell me on a Rejoice Earrings? 
Yeah, I'd say, hey, my, can you support my girlfriend? <laughs> um, can I sell you, like, you know, you, gosh, I really haven't thought about that. I'm sorry, Crystal. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> I could try. I'm I would have tried. But, uh, you know, I don't got that one-liner, like, you know, what they have at Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. What was that line again? Uh, something with, is it with paper or ink? Oh, yeah. That yeah, little piece like of paper. Write me down that number. Oh, you need a pen to buy it. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Gosh. I, 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 I feel like you were doing a, you were saying a lot of good things, how it's like handmade and she puts a lot of time into it. And yeah. that she makes what she wants, even if you don't like it, personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not not my business. <laughs> but yeah, no, she puts a lot of uh, time. Yeah, like I said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, moving on to our next segment. This is specially made for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Name That Movie. All right. Uh, I know you're a huge fan of some classic movies that we all know and love. So mm-hmm. this segment, I'm going to say a quote from a movie. And you're going to name what, what movie it's from. Let's uh, do it. It's going to start off a little easy, okay? Okay. <laughs> first first quote. Ask any racer. Ask any real racer. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. That is the Fast and the Furious mm-hmm. first one, right? First one. Who said it? That is Vin Diesel. No? And plays which character? Dominic Toretto. <laughs> do, do you have a favorite quote from that movie? Uh, <laughs> maybe if I had to think of uh, on top of my head would be uh, Ja Rule when he loses that first race and he goes, No, Monica! <laughs> uh-huh. That's a classic one. Give me, give me a few more, like a few more minutes. Okay, okay. Yeah, keep keep it in the no, back no. of your head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next quote. Do you speak any English? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> that is uh, Rush Hour 2. Um, that is Chris Tucker saying that when he picks up Jackie Chan from the airport. Mm-hmm. Can you do a better impersonation than I can? <laughs> Just do it one time. No. Come on. You don't have to be embarrassed. I am. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll move on. Moving on. I'm letting you off the hook with these ones. Thank you, man. Next quote. Next quote. You know how they say we only use 10% of our brains. I think we only use 10% of our hearts. Jeez. Is that supposed to be an easy one? Uh, it's it's getting harder. Man, if I... <laughs> I don't know, I really don't know that one. You can call that a sack lunch. <laughs> Is that a... <laughs> oh, that's a wedding crasher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he says the 10% of uh, our brains and the, the, with our hearts when uh, he's trying to... Perf- Confesses love to Rachel McAdams. Oh, that's, right. that's right. That's <laughs> right. 
I got to give you a hint on that one, huh? <laughs> Sorry. I don't like the sappy parts. <laughs> um, next quote. Now, that is what I call high-quality H2O. Water boy. Well, that's a quick one. Yeah. You're doing pretty good. Uh, four for four. Let's see if you can go five for five. Next quote. Attitude reflects leadership, Captain. That is Remember the Titans. What scene? Right when they finish... Oh, they finish that... Uh, those... Uh, no, no, it was like the two days when they're like walking back to the uh, the locker room and they're like, Hey, listen. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where were we? You were saying that it was when they finished two days on the way back to the locker room? Yes, and, uh, gosh, what's his name? He just said, I'm getting sick and tired of these uh, two-a-days. And then, uh, you know, the other guy, oh, man, I forget their names there. Like, he was Julius like, and, um, fuck, was Julius and... <laughs> and left side? <laughs> impersonation ever. Hey, at least you got something out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, I got something. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Captain? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, where were we? Where were we? Next one. Each morning, she wakes up thinking it's October 13th of last year. She comes here for breakfast because that is what she did on Sundays. And October 13th was a Sunday. The Notebook. No. Dang it. Oof. What was it? You want to give me another clue? You just... Um, what's another quote from this movie? Uh, he, 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 sticks a, he sticks a toothpick in her, in her waffles to make a, a squiggly oh, door. Oh, are you sure that's from that movie? 100%. Um, 100%. Oh, gosh. Um, so that movie is uh, Fifty First Dates. Mm-hmm. But when, which part was that? Uh, when, when he's talking to the dad about oh. the, about the accident mm. and how she has short term memory Dang. and that's why she, to... that's why she keeps going to the diner. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, man, missed that one. I thought you'd get that one. I thought I did too, but who even said that? I'm saying like, no, the dad. The dad. Yeah. Um, okay. You ready for the last quote? I am. This is, this is a good one. Okay. Okay. Um, final quote. I lied to you too. When I told you I didn't want to be like you, because I am like you. Everything good that I have inside of me, I have from you. I love you so much, Daddy, and I'm so proud of you. I'm so scared. I am so scared. Oh. Oh, you that got it. That one's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Do you have to close your eyes? I, I was. Um, you don't want to fall asleep? What? Oh, gosh. That one's on the tip of my tongue, but I, I, don't, I don't. I don't think you want to miss this thing. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, give me a few more seconds. Because <laughs> even when I dream of you, it's the sweetest dream I'll ever do. Because I still uh. miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. Armageddon. You're you're falling you're falling behind, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. These are you got to keep it the short ones. I don't like the long ones. <laughs> oh man. Okay, okay. So that concludes our name that movie segment created just for you, Mark. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> moving on, we have some listener questions for you. All right. Uh, first one comes from Chino Hills, California. Mm-hmm. Someone by the name of Jr. Oh, wow. And he asked, what's the funniest way someone has pronounced your last name? Um, it, they pronounce it Madabang. Madabang? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was my uh, grade school secre- office secretary, mm-hmm. Mark Madabang. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. Uh, this next one comes from Long Beach. From a from a case I. Uh huh. And she asked, "Can you say get your hot dogs?" <laughs> oh man, just for her. <laughs> Why? Why do I even say this? <laughs> but uh. Get your hot dogs. <laughs> Everyone get your hot dogs. What, what, is the, what is the context of get your hot dogs? There is really no context of that. Uh, well, maybe we were out somewhere. Maybe we were at a Dodger game or something. And be like, you know how they yell. Mm. You know, the, I don't know. It just, prob- I don't know. It probably came from there. And I was like, God, get your hot dogs. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. She she also asked if you could sing a part of the um, a whole new world. No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Good try. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. All right, Mark. Final question. As a fellow general manager, more so as your friend, it hurts to see that you are the only general manager to have never made the playoffs in the League of Friends. Mm-hmm. Now this year, you came off a solid week four victory against me, and that, and you now sit at two wins and two losses. Even though you sit at two wins and two losses, you are currently ninth, as there are eight other teams sitting with the same record but more points scored. Mm. What is it going to take out of you and your team to finally make it to the dance for the first time in franchise history, and how confident are you that this will happen? The dance, you mean just the playoffs? Just the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the dance for you. <laughs> um, you know what, to be honest with you, Ben, I got lucky with against against you this week. Um, Joe Mixon went off. He did go off. Um, but to, to what's it going to take? I don't know, man. To be honest with you, 
sorry, excuse me. To be honest with you, I uh, thought I drafted the best out of all these years in this league. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had a really good draft. Um, but, I, you know, I had injuries with, uh, I think, was it Cortland Sutton of the Broncos? But, I mean, yeah, I didn't even start on week one. But, I don't know, it's not injuries, it's not nothing. But, damn, gosh, I don't... I think, you know, I, I like my team. I like my team. So, uh, even though I'm down uh, in points, I feel like I could, if I could just string some victories together... I'll be there, man. Mm-hmm. I really do like my team for some reason. Um, you think this is the best team you have yet? For in the League of Friends, yes. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think? You can't put me on the spot like that. Because <laughs> you got lucky this week. <laughs> I was going down the. I was going down our box score, and I just see like nothing until I go to Joe Mixon. <laughs> He has thirty nine. You know, he has thirty nine points. Is, Joe Mixon is in my uh, flex spot, and he's gonna stay there. I don't. Out of all the weeks, he blows up. It's against me. <laughs> yeah, after, after, uh, you know, JT said he was going to pop off. That's true. He did say that. He did. Speaking Crazy. of JT, that means I owe you some cheesy bread. And oh shoot! I believe I owe JT cheesy bread also. Oh, man. Because I said that Russell Wilson, Dalvin Cook, and Kenyon Drake will outscore your entire team. Yeah, I remember that. And Kenyon Drake got me three points. <laughs> yeah, man. He, it's like he might lose his starting spot or something. Yeah, yeah. If, so if you oh, want him, I'll trade him for Joe Mixon. <laughs> Dude, I feel like it's even. Like, Joe Mixon will not, I don't think. It's honestly, it, it might be an even trade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. Um, okay, uh, Mark, thank you so much to you, the general manager of the uh, Philadelphia Panty Droppers, for joining our show this week. Are there any final words or shout-outs or thank-yous that you'd like to say before we finish our interview? Um, I'd like to shout-out you, Ben. Um, happy birthday, belated birthday. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, everyone wish him a happy birthday, belated birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, Your video was, <laughs> pretty, <laughs> was really please good. Please do not... Dude, is that a public link? No, 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 it's not. It's not. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Did you think it was public? I don't know. Maybe. You know it, the ones where, like, you need to know the link to uh, to watch it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you need um, the link to watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's private enough for me. Um, no, really, shout out to you. Um, I'm in, uh, you know, I always played multiple leagues in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm not good in this one for some odd reason. Uh, uh, but, you know what, uh, I, you know, out of all those leagues, um, you know, some are worth more than, like, you know, money-wise mm-hmm. than, uh, than this league. But, you know what, I put a very big priority on this league for some reason. So I feel like it, it, um, it, it's, it's because of you, really. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the write-ups were great. I mean, I love the write-ups. And you you do this podcasting, it's crazy. <laughs> That's like, you know, it really, it's still a pro- one of the priority priority leagues that uh, <laughs> I really try it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, shout out to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. I, I wanted to ask, are you really trying because you haven't made the playoffs? <laughs> man, I told you, I like my team. <laughs> 
I believe in them. That's, uh, as long as you believe in them. I'll, as long as you believe in them. <laughs> oh. you know, no, sorry, guys. Uh, it, but the, 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 the people in this league also are very, like, you know, they're on it. So that's what makes it, you know, hard for me to win. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, to my other, if you, other people in the other leagues are listening. <laughs> like, I'm 4-0 in one of mine. Come on. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. But, yeah, no, it, it, I, I feel like, in all honesty, it goes back to you, Ben. You, you, you're really good at this. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's a lot of effort to um, do these write-ups before and doing this podcast, but... If it means just getting like one thank you or one that was an amazing podcast this week, uh, yeah, that's what keeps me going. And yeah. um, this video that Alexis made, uh, I had no idea about. <laughs> and she said she's been doing it for weeks. Yes. And God. <laughs> but it only uh, it took me probably the day she wanted it. But <laughs> it was like a hundred and hundred what hundred. One hundred two in my house. So I was like, "Fuck, Crystal, we gotta do this. Let me get my robe on." <laughs> and then, when you try to blow the candle, it took you two tries. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "We're not gonna edit that one." That's a good. We're one. gonna keep it. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. Thanks for those words. Um, is yeah. there is there any other shout outs you'd like to do? Um, everyone, uh, stay safe. Try to get rid of COVID as soon as we can. Wear a mask. Um, vote. Mm-hmm. It's an important day right now. And, uh, and uh, shout outs. Uh, go, uh, go Lakers and Dodgers tonight. Big games tonight for both teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So that was our interview with the general manager of the Philadelphia Panage Offers, GM Mark Matuban. Matubang. 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 All right. Cool. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And welcome back. (laughs) I hope everyone enjoyed that interview with Mark. Uh, Very funny guy. Very funny guy. Uh, Really enjoyed his interview. Uh, Really enjoyed all of his stories. And... um, once again, rejoice earrings. Um, if you're, if anyone in this league is looking for some new earrings, they're all handmade, clay polymer. Um, you heard Mark say it. You know, Crystal has half of her room just dedicated to this. Um, she has an oven in her room just to cook it. I guess I, I don't know. Um, I know Mark uses it to cook his hot pockets while he watches the Dodgers and Laker games. But yeah. Um, I've seen her Instagram. I've already placed a few orders for my girlfriend, Alexis. Um, We're really excited to see and receive the earrings that um, Crystal Hand makes. So once again, if you want to check her out, it's re.jly.s on Instagram and Rejoice Handmade on Etsy. Uh, Moving on, we have our week five matchup previews. Our first matchup, we're going to have the Kilauea Flow going up against the Bell Bombers. Both teams coming in at 2-2. Two and two. Um, For the flow, Russell Wilson and Dalvin Cook are carrying this team. Um, it's unfortunate because the Kilauea Flow are currently the number three points, points for, while they're the number one points against. 
So they are scoring a lot of points every week, but sadly just going up against all these high-scoring teams every week. A lot of bad luck. Um, looking at the Bell Bomber side, um, I want to say, you know, they have a few players um, COVID postponed. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I believe, is out one more week, so lucky for me. Aaron Rodgers is on a bye. So um, I have Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill going up against the Las, Ve Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I know it's going to be bittersweet for Jim Renee because he is an Oakland fan. Uh, I'm sorry, a Las Vegas Raider fan. So he won't really know who to vote for. Who to <laughs> not vote for. While you're out here, please vote. Uh, he won't know who to root for. Um... Miles Kaskin, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper could be in for a good game against the Dallas Cowboys. If I were to predict this matchup, you know, it's it's hard for me to be confident in my team right now. Um, I'm not a big fan of Thursday games, and I have David Montgomery and Allen Robinson playing on Thursdays. There's just something about Thursday games that I hate. So we'll see what I do on the waiver wire. So... I'm, you know, I'll, I'll predict the Bell Bombers here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill are due for a big game against the Raiders. Um, that moves me to 2-3 and three and Renee to 3-2. and two. Our next matchup, we have the 1-3 and three Charizards going up against the 2-2 two and two Crusaders. Um, Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Um, coming off a strong performance. Another 19-point week. Um, going up against the Falcons, who basically don't put out a defense at all. Um, he's in for a do, uh, big week. Kyler Murray, got to keep that train going. Projected 27.98 points against the New York Jets. But we'll see what happens. Um, on the other side of the field, you have the 2-2, two and two, surprisingly 2-2 two and two Chino Hills Crusaders. Dak Prescott is currently carrying this Crusaders team, while Devin Singletary is taking on the RB1 role, uh, scoring 14 points in Week 3 and 16 points in Week 4. Adrian Peterson is on a bye. Odell Beckham uh, recently won his matchup for the Crusaders, scoring 35 points, 36 fantasy points last week, uh, carrying the Crusaders to a 2-2 two two victory. Uh, we got to check out the statuses on Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams because it's only a matter of time before missing his first two picks really hurts general manager Joe LaRosa. If I were to predict this, it is still early on in the week. If Devontae Adams can come back um, from a hamstring injury and Michael Thomas, I believe he was practicing this week. Um, if they're able to come back, uh, it doesn't even matter because Devontae Adams is on a bye week, I believe. Yeah. Either way, if Michael Thomas can come back and Odell Beckham continues his resurgence, to the fantasy football world, I could see the Crusaders taking this one, um, which would drop the Charizards to 1-4 and four, and the Crusaders moving up to 3-2. and two. Our next matchup, we have the, I believe, the rivalry week come week 10. A little preview. We have the Westlake Dogs going up against the Kazon J. Turismos. For the Westlake Dogs, um, Lamar Jackson projected 29.58 fantasy points, uh, going, going up against a lowly Cincinnati Bengals defense. Um, I believe it was last year where Lamar Jackson pulled off that 58-yard touchdown run where he did, like, two spin moves um, before he ended up, like, just celebrating into the end zone. Uh, that was pretty sick. Um, 
Who else we got? We have Adam Thielen and Tyler Lockett. Okay, these two are due for a huge game. I believe the Seattle defense is currently giving up 400 passing yards a game. And with Adam Thielen just coming off of a huge week, um, taking in eight receptions for 114 yards and one touchdown, good for 22.2 fantasy points. Um, he could easily repeat that. And Tyler Lockett, um, if this game turns into a shootout, um, he could very well be in the 20-point range as well. Um, as far as the Kazon J. Turismo's, Tom Brady, um, huge game, huge game, 41 points for him. Uh, going, with, going up against the Chicago Bears defense on Thursday night, I don't think he's going to put up 40 points. Chicago Bears defense is very, very good. Um, and they're being in Chicago. I don't think he's due for a big game. Um, who would be in for a big game? Is it Joshua Kelly? If I remember, Eckler is out with a grade 2 hamstring injury, so that would push Joshua Kelly to an RB1 position. Against the Saints defense, a depleted Saints defense, um, We'll see if JT slots him into the starting role this week because Joshua Kelly could very well be in for a huge week. Predicting this matchup, um, Westlake Dogs, they lost Nick Chubb this week. Um, who is this? David Johnson, it's pedestrian. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Um... I, I got to go the Jay Turismo's on this one. Um, I believe Ezekiel Elliott's just going to be typical Ezekiel Elliott, but Jonathan Taylor needs to bounce back here. Um, once more on the Mac got injured, that slotted Jonathan Taylor to an RB1 role, and he hasn't really been performing since. Um, though his week two performance, 18 points, that's fine. But, you know, he had 13 carries the next week and then 17 for only 68 yards the next week. Good for 12 fantasy points and 8 fantasy points, respectively. Either way, um, I'll still predict the J2 reasons on this one, which would push them to 3-2 and two, and the Westlake Dogs to 2-3. and three. Our next matchup, we probably have the blowout of the century happening. We have the Albuquerque Chupacabras going up against the heart of the league, the Philadelphia Panty Droppers. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Josh Allen, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, Mark Andrews. Uh, <laughs> whew. Good luck, Mark. That's all I'm going to say for this one. Albuquerque Chupacabras take this one, moving up to 3-2 and two and still being the number one points four for the league. And that drops the Panty Droppers, the heart of the league, to 2-3. and three. Our final matchup of the week, we have the Kaneohe Kinkajus coming off a huge victory this past week, going up against the LA Mambas, also coming off a very huge, hit, uh, very huge victory against their rivals, old rivals, the Albuquerque Chupacabras. Um, LA Mamas come into this matchup as the number one team in the league at 3-1, and one, while the Kanohe Kinkajus are 2-2. Two and two. Looking at the Mambas, um, they had to do a little shuffling around last week. They had Jared Goff and MVS slotted in, but they were promptly dropped. So, Big Ben, Juju Smith-Schuster, welcome back to the lineup. George Kittle came off a huge week, scoring over 30 fantasy points. Um... But I believe the person who could blow up this week is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Claire Hilaire. Um, coming in as an RB1 this 
this year, coming in as a rookie, he's been getting over, on average, about 15, 16 carries a game, which is great for a rookie. Um, and he's getting targeted as well in the passing game. So against a pretty weak Raiders rushing defense, running defense, um, I believe he's going to have a great game. On the other side of the ball, we have the Kaneohe Kinkajus, who looks like they're in matchup hell right now. They have Mike Evans against the Bears, Jameson Crowder against the Cardinals, Noah Font against the Patriots, who is currently projected 2.8 points, and Keenan Allen against actually a depleted New Orleans Saints defense. Um, Keenan Allen could be in for a huge game. He's having a pretty decent yeah, he's having a pretty decent year so far, um, averaging about 15, 16 fantasy points a game. Uh, not the Keenan Allen that was drafted in the first round a few years ago, but from where he was drafted this year, which was, I believe, the fourth or fifth round, very serviceable, very serviceable. Um, as far as predictions go, Keanu Ohe Kinkajus or the LA Mambas? Um... I would have to go LA Mambas again. You know, okay, his kicker's on a bye, so he's going to figure that out. But Buccaneers' defense looks great. Um, the correlation with Big Ben and Juju Smith-Schuster is going to hit against an Eagles defense. Um, Scary Terry, DJ Chark, George Kittle. George Kittle against Miami. This guy should feast again. Um, since Miami has been rebuilding for the last, like, 10 years. So, yeah, that'll be my prediction. Ali Mambas move up to 4-1, and one, still being the number one team in the league. And the Kaneohe Kinkajus drop to 2-3. and three. And that is our Week 5 previews. Um, looking at our standings here, uh, we have number one seed, Ali Mambas, sitting in at 3-1. and one, Currently 7th in points 4, if that's correct. Um, and we have eight other teams sitting at two and two. We have the Albuquerque Chupacabras with the highest points scored in the league so far with 568.84 points. And then we have the Kilauea Flow with the highest points against also sitting at two and two with 545.34 fantasy points. Uh, Kyoto Charizards, only team that is one and three right now, 10th in the league. They have 415 fantasy points scored so far against 467 fantasy points against which is one of the lowest this year so Kyoto Charizards really need to pick it up this year and that's our episode for this week once again I'd like to thank the listeners I'd like to thank my dad once again for being a supporter of the show I'd like to thank Mark for joining us this week and providing us with a hilarious roast slash interview more so a roast but we'll call it an interview um i'd like to give a shout out once again to rejoice earrings for sponsoring slash not sponsoring our show surprise you are a surprise sponsor um once again use our code the lof for 15 percent off and if you buy three earrings crystal will throw in a six-piece family meal from jollibee now that's a jolly deal <laughs> um I'd like to give a special sh shout out to my girlfriend, Alexis. Uh, for my birthday, she had contacted everyone in this league and even contacted past members of this league, uh, Stacy and Coy, to wish me a happy birthday and to thank me for doing everything that I do for this league. 
Um, she combined all of that into a pretty hype video to go along with it. Um, you have added so much fire and passion that I have for this league. And I will continue to do my best not only for this league, but for you as well. I love you, baby. <laughs> as per usual, I'd like to thank Diet Dr. Pepper for quenching my thirst. Uh, I'd like to thank Black Cherry Seltzers. Um, Black Cherry, shout out for being the best flavor there is when it comes to seltzers. And thank you to all those who continue to quarantine, social distance, and continue to wear a mask. All of you are the true heroes. Uh, next episode, um, next week, I still haven't figured out who I'll bring onto the show, but I'm sure it will be a great one. So to everyone in this league, to all of our listeners, stay safe, stay motivated, stay passionate, and as always, fantasy gods please. Please.